You're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Shed some light, episode 173, coming to you in the middle of the week. And Jack, now you can start. Everybody on the White Sox coaching staff needs to be fired. It's my hot take of the day. Let's get right into it, talking White Sox baseball. Uh, still just floating around 500, and I think everybody, maybe besides Daryl Boston, he's the only one that can can stay I think everybody else needs to go Labrusa done with Menachino fucking we can't hit with shit uh Super Joe love him but like you're a fucking idiot like it's dude it the fact that we're like around 500 is a goddamn miracle so maybe well yeah no never mind like it takes it I could manage this team like it doesn't take much. Their talent alone will carry them, and we are finding some way to consistently fuck it up. It's insane. Yeah. Break down a couple games. Uh, I think the uh, since the last time we talked, it's it's just been the Cubs series, uh, and one game of the Toronto series. Correct. All three of those games, we could have and probably should have won. We're one and two. It's not good. It's not. I I I've been in a cold streak with the White Sox. I just have not seen a lot of games recently. Probably since about Thursday of last week. Yeah. So I mean, I'll run you through the uh, both of the series so far. So Cubs series um, starts off Quater on the mound. That was just a game that, like, you're destined to lose. Like, the first Cubs, like, three runs were, like, bloop singles into left field and, like, you know, late. The guy's late on a swing. It fucking breaks his bat and dinks into, like, right over the first baseman's head. Like, that's just, like, that's one of those games where, like, you just chalk it up. Like, all right, fuck it, whatever. It's just baseball. But you only do score one run. So that's on also Mancino because for some reason the White Sox have forgot how to hit. Um Again, I, I've said it a billion times on this podcast. It looks like we don't do any type of scouting. It looks like we're just like, hey, another pitcher on the mound. And we're just like surprised by pitches he throws. Like it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then game two of the Cubs series. If there could have been a way that I could have given both teams a loss for that game, I probably would have. It was, it was painful to watch. On both sides of the ball. So it's Dylan Cease versus Marcus Stroman. Both go seven innings. Uh, Stroman goes zero runs. Cease, I guess, technically didn't give up a run. He didn't give up an earned run because it was an error. Uh, so the, the only Cubs score was off a Jake Berger error at third base, which it was a tough play in and of itself. It wasn't like, you know, like a routine grounder. Um, and then the only White Sox run of regular innings was a passed ball in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. 
So, like I said, if I could have given both teams the loss, I would have. Uh, then extra innings rolls around. Uh, Cubs get their first run because they try to bunt the guy to third, and Ronaldo Lopez just chucks the ball into, like, the stands. Uh, so, you know, great, great start. Uh, they end up tacking on two. Um, and then White Sox do the same to respond. It goes all the way down to, uh, oh, before that, bottom of the 11th. Leroy Garcia bunts to move tie game. Leroy Garcia bunts to move Adam Angle to third, runs down the first baseline, is on the line the entire way. Their pitcher makes a dog shit throw. Wasn't even coming close. The guy the guy at first base who was covering Anderson Simmons didn't have a fucking shot at scooping this ball. Like you see it in the slow-mo. He puts his like full foot on the base and like kneels down. And then, like, the ball hits him in the chest. Basically, like, the upper chest. So, like, he wasn't scooping that anyways. Yeah. The Yuri Garcia doesn't move left or right. Is legitimately, his, like, whole foot is touching the baseline. He runs into the guy, which he has every right to. And Adam Angle scores. Should have won on a walk-off bunt by Leori Garcia. But the ump not only calls him out and cites interference, but tells Adam Angle he's got to go back to second base. Which was maybe one of the worst calls of all time. Like, he didn't move at all. He just ran straight down the baseline. And then they're, like, trying to justify it in, like, the like the commentators are, and they're, like, the rules, you get, like, three feet on either side. Right. It's like, dude, he was just running down the baseline. Um, and then the game ends in the bottom of the 12th when the Cubs brought five outfielders in. Bold strategy. Or five okay. infields. They had five infielders, so... Jake Burger singles to left. Danny Mendick scores. I mean, like I said, if I could have given both teams the loss, I would have. Um, and then the Toronto game. I mean, like I said, we're making mistakes of like a high school team. We lose the game six to five. Could have been six to six, uh, but on a sacrifice fly to left field, uh, with guys on third and first, we decided that we should take second base, or try to. And got thrown out before we scored and didn't get the run. Yep. So not only is this a high school move in two ways. One, shouldn't do that. There's no fucking reason to do it. And then two, if you do do it, you got to realize that, oh shit, I'm about to get thrown out at second. I'm just going to stop. Because as long as he gets tagged out after the run scores, the run still counts. Right. So how the fuck do we not know that? We're like 50 games into the year, and we got no fucking clue what we're doing. And then, to top it all off, we're, like I said, 46, 50 games, somewhere around there, into the year. And we have had uh, the equivalent of unique lineups to games. We have yet to have the exact same lineup for two games in a row. Yeah, that's real good. Real good. And it's like one of those things where, like, I was thinking about it the other day. Like, is it like a chicken or the egg type of thing? Where, like... Are we not hitting because we can't get used to the lineup? Or we got to shake up the lineup so that we can hit? I think it's the first one. Oh, I think it's... I you got to have the consistency of a lineup. Yes. That's, that's the first one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I I don't know. I, our cousin said it best. I think Tony LaRusso just throws darts to pick the lineup every day. Yeah. Um, 
thank God for Andrew Vaughn. Yep. I mean, Andrew Vaughn fucking rakes. Yep. He's a fucking monster. Triple away from the cycle in Toronto last night. Just doing what he does. Hope he continues to do that. He should be in the two hole all the time. Um, Yaz and Yoan need to figure it the fuck out. Both of them. I mean, they neither of them can hit for shit. I mean, Yaz got struck out last night after going. It was a three zero count. He had a three zero count, and he got struck out on three consecutive fastballs down the middle. Yep. Yep. It's like, dude, what what's going on here? He needs to fucking figure it out, and that's why I think our hitting coach should be fired. <laughs> I am so confused right now. Uh, so I'm going through my notes of, like, I have a notes section, right, of things to talk about for each episode. And when was this? Sunday? At 5.19 p.m., I updated it and says... Mick Weirs. I got no idea what you're talking about. I am. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I mean, you were definitely drunk when you wrote that. You were at the Indy 500 on Sunday. That was the Indy 500. Oh yeah. You were a hundred percent drunk. What What does that mean? Mick Weirs, baby. I don't. Care. I don't know. Who won the Indy 500? I guess if we're done talking baseball, you got anything else to add? Uh, not baseball-wise, no. I mean, White Sox are in a tough stretch. If you can go 500 in the next like three series, I'll be happy. You go finish the series in Toronto at Tampa Bay and then home against the Dodgers. Right. So yep. if you can go 500 in those games, I'll be happy. Um, but I don't know. It's just yeah. fucking... This team has brought me nothing but pain this year. Yeah, it has been a very difficult, difficult season. I don't like being the favorites. I like being the <laughs> underdog, which is why, the, which is why when every oh, I guess the big news that we didn't even talk about, Tim Anderson got hurt. So fucking shoot me in the dick, basically. I mean, we can't have anything nice. Luis is back. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, fucking, Tim's out three weeks, so he'll be back. Lynn got his first rehab start. Eloy got his rehab. But then Eloy also took himself out of the game. So that's not good. Right. Let's uh, hope for better days and bluer skies ahead. It's all about all I can say right now. I don't. I don't really have any. I like. I'm trying to be optimistic, but like that optimistic would just be like fake. I guess. Yeah. Sometimes like I. I want. Sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it. I want to be like. We're gonna have like a fucking great second half of the season. We're gonna turn it around. It's gonna be great. But I like. Nope. If I like Maybe. you, you're asking me if I genuinely believe that. Nah, not at the moment. No, I want to believe it. The Blue Jays game was was the first game that we didn't look like complete dog shit on offense. So, I mean, there that's my one takeaway. Turning things around. Like, we actually looked like we knew what we were doing yeah. at the plate, which yeah. is, I mean, that's fucking great. But 
you know, that shouldn't happen in, in the basically the first day of June. Should have happened, you know, a week into May. So let's, let's put it all together now. There you go. All uh, right. Indy 5. Indy 500. Marcus Erickson gets Mick the Weers. dub. Mick maybe, Weers. Maybe that's what you were trying to write. I don't know. Uh, he turned it, left pretty well. Yeah, he, he turned left and he drove faster than everyone else. I don't. It, it, the race went by just way too fast in the sense of like there wasn't any major stoppages, which is good for the drivers. Yeah, but you you need one as a fan. That's what I'm saying. You need a stop. Like, it was a good race. It was a clean race, but a dirty race gets the fans gets going. Gets people going. Gets them going. Also, you want to know something wild? If you look up Indy 500 on uh, Google, it comes up in the overview section. It says it's a music festival. <laughs> I mean, they're technically not wrong. <laughs> they're technically not wrong. Yeah. So, um. Nothing too crazy in regards to the race. It was just another good one. You know what I think would be pretty cool that they could do? Hmm. Um, like, so they ha- obviously during the Indy 500, what they should do is get like uh, football players or like NBA players or hockey players that are out of the playoffs of their respective sports. Mm-hmm. And they should mic them up and have them play that like par three golf course and then have it on like a tiny screen up yeah. at the top, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you could like, you know, you could chime in if you want to hear it just a little bit extra. I think that'd be pretty elite. I, I kind of like that. You know, like let's check in with fucking so-and-so on, on the par three on hole two. Yeah. It's just like, all right, what you looking at here? It's the, now these guys are talking shit. They're betting on it. Like they're like, you know, gambling with each other. I could get, I could get down for some of that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's not bad at all. I'm an ideas guy. I am an ideas guy. (laughs) Um, Speaking of racing, though, I want to talk a little F1. Okay. So, first of all, a Grand Prix is the coolest name in all of sports for anything. It's better than the Super Bowl. It's better than the NBA championship. Like, I'm, I'm racing for the Grand Prix today. Like, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Like the Monaco Grand Prix sounds awesome. I I agree. So I I watched the Monaco Grand Prix Sunday morning. Um, couple takeaways from this. Uh, I'm in on F1. I feel like a lot of people. I feel like F1's had a big kind of rise to fame recently in the past like year or so. I would have to agree. Uh, I am not in it for the racers. I'm in it for everything else. Uh, <laughs> And I'll tell you why. One, I kind of want to go to one of these things. I know. But like, they look the, sweet. Okay, but even like, so the Indy 500, like, as big as that track is, like, it's just a giant circle. Right, so you get to see the drivers yeah. multiple, multiple, multiple times. The Monaco one, like, it's only 77 laps, and like, you're seeing the guy for like half a turn. Yeah. And like, that's it. Yeah. So like, I wonder what, I mean, I wonder what you do the whole time. Uh, but again, one of the reasons why I like it is, and I don't know if this was because it was like a rain delay to start the race, or this is what they just do every race, but they were just live walking through like this crowd of what I assume is all like famous people and also drivers before the race. 
and just like tapping people on the shoulder and being like, hey, look, it's so-and-so from, you know, this show. How's it going? What do you think about today's race? And just like, like man on the streets interviewing these people. Yeah, yeah. And they would just get like live reactions from people. Like one lady was just like, her like manager was like, nope, she's not doing any press. And the guy literally responds with, well, I'm already talking to her. (laughs) And I was like, no fucking way. This guy's just going for it. And then he was just like, he would, he would end an interview and just be like, all right, well, see who we find next. And then like squeeze through a crowd of people and be like, oh, look who it is. And then start interviewing another guy. I, I think more people need to incorporate Dude, that into pregame was, interviews for I, any sort of sport. I was event. locked in. I was like, who the fuck's he going to find next? What's the altercation <laughs> going to be like? I was pumped about it. I was like, this guy's awesome. Those, yeah, those things are sweet. And then it cuts to like the in-booth commentators. And these guys were also comedy. So like I said, it starts in a rain delay. So they had a mix of like basically telling the race coordinators to go fuck themselves politely and start the race. And also apologizing profusely to everybody watching because the race was not started. Yeah, They would literally be like, listen, everybody that's watching, um, I'm really sorry that the race hasn't started yet. What are we doing? Just looking at the the weather here. Just put some rain tires on and let's go. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Although, although I do see the point. Like you're driving way too fast to have like any sort of oh less than ideal conditions, dude. Well, so then they eventually started, and it like I don't know if it was still raining, but the track was wet. And then so like the first guy that's going is just spraying up water into the guy behind him they don't got fucking windshield wipers yeah dude that's what i'm saying it was it was like a fucking rooster tail boat but just in car form and i was just like this has got to suck for the guy behind him he's got no fucking clue what's I would, going I on done i would have just thrown up the white flag i surrender this one yeah but no like i said dude the commentators for like legitimately after the man on the streets got done they cut back <laughs> up to the booth and these guys were just fucking shitting on the weather and like the race committee <laughs> they were like oh what are we doing here? Just standing around looking at a fucking thing of weather, like a forecast, dude. Like, let's race. And I was just like, this has been going on for, like, it was a solid 45 minutes between the two of them. And I might have been more locked into these two than I was the actual race. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know who the commentators were, but I hope they commentate every F1 thing because I am so in. Yeah, that's awesome. I am going to pick a racer, though. Okay. I feel like I know the I know the like the the big names. I feel like there's like a big three: Max Verstappen, uh, Lewis Hamilton, and Lando Norris. I feel like are the big three, and I'm almost positive they all race for a different brand. I believe you're correct. I'll tell you who. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My so the guy, one guy that I really like. Uh, I think his name is Daniel Ricardo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in there too. I, I like think he's on, he's on the same one. I want to say he's he's either McLaren or Red Bull. He was on Red Bull and then he switched. So I think it's McLaren. I feel like I got to root for somebody a guy that drives a McLaren, right? I like Daniel Ricardo. I also just like the name Lando Norris. Yeah, that's another. Yeah. That's a sick name. Yeah. Lewis, Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton's a baller. Yeah, he's he's kind of like I'm gonna put him up there as like the MJ of F1. Yeah. Yeah. Max Verstappen, I think, is Red Bull. I think he's a doucher. 
Max Verstappen. Yeah, yeah see, I haven't. A, I you, have you watched the? I'm not the a show. Big, I've watched the first season. Yeah, I'm not see, a big I, fan of him. I haven't watched it, and I don't know if I want to watch it or don't want to watch it. It gives you a really cool perspective. I, I, yeah, but I just want to like go in there and be like, I don't give a fuck what he does outside the outside the track, if you will. Like, I just care about results, baby. Yeah. I also know Lewis Hamilton is like rich as fuck. Like those dudes are loaded. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure Lewis Hamilton has like three penthouses on the same street in New York. Rotate through them every other night, every third night. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. He's not even. I'm pretty sure he's not even American. Do you think? Do you think they get like recognized? I I don't know. I think I think if any of them do, it's Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, I feel like Lewis Hamilton is the most recognizable face because I feel like if you I can like I know what Lewis Hamilton looks like. If you told me to pick out like Daniel Ricciardo, Max Verstappen, or like Lando Norris, I'd have no fucking clue what they look the like. The thing is, though, I just learned what Lewis Hamilton looked like within the last like two years. Yeah, but still, do you know what any of the other people look like? I could pick out. Lewis Hamilton, Daniel Ricciardo, Verstappen, probably not Norris. And I also feel like F1 is one of those things where, like, to us, like, dumb Americans, like, it's like, oh, yeah, no shot they're getting recognized. And then it's like, oh, well, this got more views than, like, the Super Bowl and the NBA Finals combined. That's my hesitation on the recognition thing. In America, maybe, maybe not. Overseas, absolutely. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that, probably. So, uh, any other sports you want to touch on? Oh, uh, I'm yeah, I'm ready to disavow the Michigan Panthers. They stink. We're They're done with them. We're picking done, a new team. Done with the Michigan next, Panthers next season. Picking a new team. Claws in. Claws down. I think it was claws out was their thing. So I'm going claws in. Like horns down for Texas. Claws down for the yeah. Panthers. Yeah, they stink. Oh, speaking of Texas, uh. I watched the Big 12 championship game, Oklahoma versus Texas. So, already a big, big rivalry in baseball. Oh, okay. Uh, I had no idea what sport you were talking about. And the closing pitcher for Oklahoma, Oklahoma won. Closing pitcher strikes out the dude, gives a, a double chest tap, does the like underline of the OU turns right to the texas bench and horns down their entire bench nice. i was like get fucked nice. texas Dude, college, let's go college pitchers i feel like have psychopaths so much more swagger than mlb pitchers like they yeah. are just off the rails 24 7 oh yeah <laughs> but i also feel like that's like i feel like that's just college sports in general I feel like there's much more like shit talk and like swagger in college than there is in in the in like pros because it's like all right like you're a pro like you got to reel it back in a little bit you know we're like college I feel like it's the fucking wild west yeah. dude yeah like if you like if you think about like imagine like I feel like NCAA tournament like basketball wise like there's a bunch of like people who like shit talk and have their moments where they're like swaggy it's like I don't fucking remember any of those guys in the NBA right like you're all now role players you know yeah and i feel like it's a, one of those things where like one person can dominate much more in college so they get that like egotistical boost sure whereas in like the majors it's like yeah like now you you're like the, yeah you're the last guy at the five yeah yeah so all right 
Shout out to college baseball. There you go, baby. Any other sports? PLL starting up soon. Roll Woods. Let's go. Let's Just go. had a scrimmage first day. First wait, day wait, wait. Camp. Let me jump back to college baseball here real quick. Did you see Notre Dame get just screwed two years in a row now? Yeah, we didn't get a we didn't get a regional, right? Right. For the second year in a row. Yet the team whose region we're playing in, um, we have better odds of making it to the World Series than the second and third teams in our region, and the third ranked team is the team that's hosting. Explain that one to me. This is uh one thing where I I understand the playoffs of college baseball, but I also don't understand the playoffs of college baseball. I don't either, but all I know is that Notre Dame got screwed two years in a row. Hey, it doesn't matter. We're going to link Jared's going to take us back there. I don't know. Hitting, I heard rumors. I heard rumors <laughs> that link Jarrett might be, might be, could be offered, you know, the bag somewhere else. I mean, he is a good coach. Yeah. And getting screwed out of hosting a regional two years in a row. We're in, we're living in the here and now. And all yeah. I'm saying here and now, fuck whoever's hosting this regional. It's like Georgia Southern or something. Oh like yeah, that. eat shit, Georgia Southern. You suck. <laughs> okay, uh, wrapping up the show with some dumb thoughts and random stories. The only thing I have is Mick Weirs. Mick Weirs. Mike. How'd you spell it? M-I-C or M-I-K? I put in my notes here, I got, I got one, M-I-C-K-W-I-E-R-S. And I looked it up online. <laughs> See if anything on the Google, mm-hmm. Google, Google search turns up Mick Weirs. Yeah. I, I, maybe I thought it was like a person that I should know or something. And uh, the first link on Google is Michael Weirs, custom credit banker at Wells Fargo, his LinkedIn profile. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Maybe just financing for the future. Yeah. On a Sunday at 5.13 so, at the Indy 500. If someone knows what I was supposed to talk about here, let me know. Mick Weirs. Maybe Nick Weirs? I got no idea. Nick Weirs? I feel like, I feel like it was an old... Weirs. I feel like it was an old like Indy 500 driver or something. I don't know. Why'd you dude. write down an old Indy 500 driver? I don't know what was going through my mind at this at this point in time. So I'm sorry if I didn't talk about what I was supposed to talk about on this episode. I got. I got. Okay. Well, I got one. I got one thing at least. Okay. Um, I've come up with a theory and I have like the difference between like a, a theory and a, a law. What's that? Like one can be proven. Isn't that correct? Sure. Like in like physics. Yeah. You know? So I guess I got a theory and I, I've, I feel like I've got a good amount of. So this, this can't be proven, but you think it's real. Yeah. But it's, it's like one of those things. It's like, uh, like isn't, is gravity a theory? No, no, gravity can be proven. Okay, well, basically what I'm saying is I've had a lot of data on this, and it's all <laughs> been correct. So, like, I've, I haven't, there's never been one thing that's proven me wrong yet. 
Okay. So, but it, so I've been constantly proven right. Okay. Um, and that is, I don't care how attractive you are. You can't look good when you're on an elliptical. You can look good. You, you've seen like the videos of people who are like fucking, they're jacked and they're working out, they're lifting weights. They look good while they lift weights. Sure. You get the people that are in like the fucking, the runner's outfits, they're, all, they're you know, cut up, they're running, they're whew, a little sweat dripping off them, look fine, right? Mm-hmm. You pop on an elliptical, you look like a fucking turd bag any day <laughs> of the week, dude. I don't give a fuck if it's Megan Fox, Jake Gyllenhaal, fucking Ryan Reynolds. You look dumb when you're on an elliptical every single time. I don't I don't necessarily think that you look dumb. I just think that like it's one of those machines that's just like eh. It's it's the it's like the in between of like you you uh you don't want to go for a run but you also don't want to walk on the treadmill right. so you choose an elliptical and you look stupid when you go half and half. I think it's cuz it like one Anytime you you have the arms pumping and you're you're like holding on to something, you look stupid. The the thing is though, when you don't hold on on the elliptical, you look even dumber. Yeah, but that's why I'm just saying I'm never fucking stepping foot on an elliptical. Basically, that's what I'm coming to the conclusion <laughs> of is that I'm never gonna fucking do the elliptical. I I don't mind it. Sometimes the elliptical every once in a while really hits. No. Yeah. And it's it is what exactly what I said. Like I'll either a walk on a treadmill or b run. I know, but sometimes you just want that middle ground. No, you don't. Yeah, I have. No, you probably look stupid while doing it too. Probably. And it's one of those things where like, I'm not saying that everybody looks good while they're running. Like I I know for, I look like I'm dying out there when I'm running. But like if I got on the elliptical, I'd be like, I look like a, I look like a loser right now. (laughs) I would really, now the, the real like the trying go. test of it is like I need like an insanely attractive person to go on an elliptical. I need to go do some elliptical observations. Dude, it's <laughs> I trust me, like I said, I've done many a research on this. And it's the only conclusion that I've come to. Okay. You can't look good on elliptical. Like I said, I need like Ryan Reynolds to like pop on an elliptical. Yeah. Yeah. And then test your theory. Yeah. And then if I'm still like that guy's attractive, then again. It's just one that it doesn't, it's a theory. Right. Theory and a law. There you go. There you go. You good now? Um, you got more? Uh, yeah, I got, I got a couple more if you Run want. through, baby. Let's go. Uh, so I thought about this the other day. So, you know, when you're sleeping, your like spine decompresses. Yeah. And you get taller. Mm-hmm. So what if we just made a bed that like kind of has an arch in the middle of it so that when you sleep, it just kind of pulls you either side and you just get a lot taller? Okay, so um, I don't know if I've talked about this on here before. Obviously, you can't sleep in one of these things, but you know those things that you would you, that you would see on like infomercials where you strap your feet in and then it like, yeah yeah you do you lean back and mm-hmm. like it kind of suspends you there. So Sierra's uncle has one mm-hmm. that I have gone I've like laid in one time for sure, maybe twice at the most, and I swear to God, I think about that thing at least once a week since i've done it like i want one of those things so bad the inverted table yeah yeah it, we it, have one at work oh 
God, dude. I I laid down in one of those things. It had to have been three to four plus years ago. And like I said, I think about that at least once a week. Yeah. Dude, it's like <laughs> Michael Jordan said you should just hang on like a like a pull-up bar to try and get taller. Yeah, but hanging like... It doesn't matter. It just decompresses your spine. I... I that inverted table flipped me upside down let me hang by my feet that thing was sweet yeah like i said dude well this is this is where we can figure it out because you couldn't do that because all the blood rushes to your head right but if you just had a little bit of a bed that has a little hump in the middle you'd still have the blood flow going but you'd just be like kind of cracking your back constantly so that you could just get taller while you sleep I've also seen those ads on TikTok, you know, those like super arched things that you're supposed to lay down oh, and they yeah. crack your back. I want to try one of those so bad too. Me too, but I think it's just the same thing as like a foam roller. I think so, but they make it look a lot more enticing. Well, yeah, they probably add sound effects in. The chiropractor is the only time that my back legitimately cracks like that. Oh, dude, I if I moved right now, I could probably crack my back. My, yeah, mine are just so disappointing. You hear that? No, you probably, I mean, the listeners probably couldn't, but I don't know if you heard that. No, nah, just barely. My back cracks consistently. Dude, the chiropractor's so funny because, like, you don't need a doctor's degree to be a chiropractor. And then it's like, they're basically just like folding you and then doing like a WWE move on you. They're like, yeah, hey, but- lay in this weird position and then I'm going to drop the people's elbow on you and their <laughs> entire back's going to crack. But then if they mess and it's up, like, yeah. you're, you're just like done for. Have you seen the have you seen the one video where it's like the dude that sweats on the chiropractor? No. He's got him by like the neck. You know how they do like neck adjustments? And the, the chiropractor's like, oh, is that a little bit of sweat? And the guy's like, haha, yup. And he cracks his neck and it's like, <laughs> RIP, this guy sweat on his chiropractor. <laughs> Can't say I've seen that one. I don't you know what I never I swear to God I will never try, no matter how world renowned the chiropractor is. Have you seen the thing where like they strap it in, it looks like a fucking like the it's just uh like rope almost but it looks like they're you're wearing like a chin strap of a football helmet and then they hold like handles on the other side and like yank it up so that your neck cracks and like oh, decompresses no i don't like never that. in my life will i try that no nope. like i said i don't give a fuck if it is a world-renowned doctor i'm not i'm never gonna try that the move at the chiropractor where like you're laying on your back and then like you bring your knee up to your chest and then over to one side. Oh yeah. And then they they, they, they just lay on you. Yeah, they like force you down. That's and what that I'm saying. That is just the most satisfying crack. It's just like bow, 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 bow. they just drop the people's elbow on it you. It is. Dude. It is. Oh man, dude, nice. You 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 know you roll over. You look backwards. This guy's standing on the top rope, ready to jump <laughs> off. You're like, the fuck am I here for, dude? WWE training or I'm at the chiropractor. Good yeah. lord. Yeah. Um, and then this, this is an old one, but I wanted to talk about this on the podcast cause we never ended up did, we never ended up talking about this on the podcast. Um, but we've had this conversation. So there's a guy in England whose, uh, dick fell off and then he put it back onto his body, but he put it on his arm. We didn't talk about this on the podcast. Nope. Where did we talk about this? Uh, at that barbecue place at the end of your bachelor party. Oh, right. So he, it fell off. And then he put it on his arm. Mm-hmm. So my question to you then is, what's the best body part to have fall off? And then where would you put it? Do you have an answer? I feel like I have like a very basic answer. Like if you're like actually going for like 
something that's not going to like fuck you up. Okay. My like very, the very like basic answer would just be like, I want one of my toes to fall off and I'll put it on my hand. Could I, could my nips fall off and I put them on my knees? You want nipple knees? <laughs> Dude, but every time you, you can't wear shorts then. Cause everyone's going to be like, what are those dudes nipples doing on his knees? <laughs> Where else would you put them then? I, I don't want my nipples to fall off. I mean, there, there's really no point for it. I know there's no point, but like aesthetically, like I would be then like not only one could I not wear shorts, I'm never taking my shirt off. You know how weird that would look, dude? Just fucking patches of the same skin all the way down the front side. You'd be like, what the fuck is that guy's nipples? Or like maybe your, uh, your baby, your pinky finger could fall off and you put that on your foot. Yeah. It would be nice if like a, like maybe like one or two of my fingers fell off so I could pick shit up with my feet. Ooh, double them up. Yeah, like <laughs> could I could I have like both? I'll take both my pinkies, and then I'm gonna put them both. I want both my pinkies to fall off, and then you put them on the same foot. Yep, on opposite sides. Right. So that I could like pinch shit nice with tweezers. my toes. But finding shoes would be kind of tough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I could lose like. In a year. No, I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, I of like facial features. Sure. It's that I mean, yeah, nose. you could. You could what? Maybe an eye. No. But then, like, where are you going to put your eye? What if you put your eye in the back of your head, and then you could you could switch between forward and backward vision? Yeah, dude, you'd be a freak show. Yeah, but that would be sweet. I feel like you have, like if you fall if your eye falls out of your head, you got to pick a spot that's not your head to put it back. Back of my neck. What if you just put it on your neck, front of your <laughs> neck? <laughs> that would be weird. That that, yeah. that would just be like shorter vision. I don't want that. You never know. If I could make like a little extendo thing <laughs> and have like tall vision. <laughs> So just be taller? You just want to be taller? Yeah, pretty much. What if, like... What if, like, both your legs fell off? And then you just put them, like, under your arms on each side so it looked like you had four arms? Then you would be shorter. I think I'd walk on all fours then, if that happened. I would just become... i just reverse back to an animal. There you go. I'm trying to think what else could fall off. What if you just, like, what if your arm fell off? You just put it on the, the same side as your other arm. You're just all one-sided. T-shirts would be kind of tough. Yeah. Well, like, where Pretty else would all you put... clothing would be very Where else hard. would you put your arm if it fell off? You know where I'd put my leg? <laughs> where? I'd, uh, I'd, like, put it right out my tailbone and be like a crab. <laughs> <laughs> so that way, because I'm thinking, like, I could, like, kind of kick back and relax on that one leg then, dude. <laughs> You'd have to get that leg pretty strong. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I feel like I could rotate pretty well, too, to both sides. <laughs> And then she'd be like, like a crab walking everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. 
let us know. We want to hear from you. If you had to have a body part fall off and then put on somewhere else on your body, what body part would it be and where would you put it? What if my butt cheeks fell off <laughs> and I put them on my chest so that I would have pecs, like real big pecs? Then, then your pants would always be falling off. Got nothing and I, to keep them nah, up. I have a tight belt. <laughs> Just a really a, tight belt. Yeah, my waist size would shrink down, dude. <laughs> It'd look like I lost a ton of weight. <laughs> they, everyone would be like, wow, you're looking slim. <laughs> a big chest, you're barrel chested, dude. <laughs> yeah, fucking I've been working out lately. <laughs> Haven't hit a leg day 40, in millennium. 42-inch chest with a 20-inch waist. <laughs> yeah, dude. I talk about that V-cut, dude. I'm fucking like a Dorito out here. <laughs> oh, man. Anything else? <laughs> That's it. All right. Wrapping up, Shed Some Light, episode 173, with Stefan Tuit announcing his retirement from the NFL. How about that? God bless. Do it to it. So just to let the people know. that's a, I, I, That just sparked a kind of a question. How like good do you have to be to announce your retirement? Uh, you can announce it no matter how good you are. It's just the amount of people that care to listen. Yeah. Like, like... I feel like I feel like to be able to like like fully announce your retirement, it's got to be like on the bottom ticker of ESPN. That's a big time retirement. No, no, yeah, that's who can announce their retirement. Like if you're if you're not famous enough to make it on that bottom <laughs> ticker, you can't announce your retirement. <laughs> you You've just, just yeah, you just retire, and yeah. then nobody cares. And then somebody's like the next season, like six games through the next season, you're like, hey, where the fuck did like so and so go? <laughs> it's like, oh, you didn't hear? He retired last year. <laughs> like, Sorry, I didn't make it on tier. ESPN. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not famous enough. All right, now we are wrapping it up. Uh, just to let the people know, this will be our only episode this week and our last episode until the week of June 13th. Got some things going on in the meantime that uh, we will not be recording. So, I mean, I feel like you can just say that. Michael and Sierra going on a little mini-moon, getting married. woo <laughs> It'll just be me. There Maybe I'll go. have some special guests. So we'll, uh, you could do that if you wanted. Ooh. All right. Now we're talking. All right. Well, we will catch you all sometime in the future. Uh, give us that five-star rating and review. Have a couple Miller Lights. And be sure keep them cold. to keep them cold. <laughs>